Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. On this episode of Bonus Tracks, I am joined by one of the co-founders of the Quarantine Tour, a concert series of all indie LGBTQ artists performing across North America. This artist makes music that will break your heart and heal your soul, and he is here today to talk to me about his new track, Transients, which is out right now. Please welcome the one and only Kisos. Hello. What a beautiful intro. Thank you, Greg. How are ya? I'm I'm fantastic now that you're here. Um, it's good to talk to you. For for the listeners at home, uh Kisos was uh on an episode of volume three of Mixtape Proper. Um, so to have him back is a thrill and a joy. Um, Thank tell you. me about transients. Yeah, so this release is basically I was going through it as artists do from time to time. And um, I started thinking of the concept of a phantom limb, where if people haven't heard of that, it's like when someone loses a limb, but they still have like sensations, like they'll have an itch in their elbow, but they don't have an elbow anymore. Or, you know, they'll feel like a cramp in their hand, but they don't have a hand anymore. Um, But this is kind of based on that very visceral feeling, but of like missing someone else, of missing like this spiritual connection that really felt like a part of you, but isn't there anymore. And um, you kind of go crazy from it. So it starts out slow and a little subdued and then kind of like breaks out and gets like a frenzy in the chorus. So um, yeah, I'm very excited. It's also the first track in a long time that I've done all by myself, like production and playing all the instruments. And so I feel like happy to get back to this like pure Kisos essence. And I'm really excited for people to hear it and hear reactions. And uh, yeah. What... um... If I wanted to include transients on a playlist, what what would be the best vibe for for this song? Mm. See, I was thinking maybe something I don't know if they I I want them to have if they don't have like a venting playlist where it's not exactly a sad playlist, but a playlist that everyone like goes to and like just listens to the baggage of artists that they can relate to. And like everyone just screams it out together and then you feel better. So it's like a, I guess it's like a catharsis playlist, nice. like a cathartic, like kind of angry, kind of sad. Then at the end, you feel maybe not happier, but like lighter. <laughs> okay. I, when are you, when are you most creative? Um, I feel like 
I'm the most creative just kind of when I'm relaxed, to be honest. And when I have time, I'm pretty like introverted, like calm type of person. So I feel like when I have time to not do anything for a while and just like think and sit. And honestly, I used to feel like guilty or like get mad at myself for like watching documentaries on YouTube when I like should be working or something. But then you like think of all these different things or like, you know, it gives you inspiration that you maybe never would have had before or um, yeah, just different things like that. So I like like whenever I can take it slow and really like, ooh, sleep a little bit more, <laughs> actually like make a good breakfast instead of just like, you know, eating an orange or something quick, you know, like that's when I can really like zen out and like sit down or, you know, all of a sudden a moment just comes to you. Like the other day I was like going on a little run and I hate running. I hate exercising, <laughs> but I was like, let me force myself to like this. So I went on a little run and while I was running, I recently trigger warning for anyone who has lost a pet. I recently lost my dog who was really like a daughter to me. And while I was oh. running, I just like, for some reason started feeling the emotion of it. I mean, obviously I felt the emotion when it happened too, but it just like, I was like, wait, I think I need to write a song about this. And I started like writing it in my head and like typing it in my notes. So yeah, it's just like, whenever I have time to like slow down is when things like come to me. So if, uh, if this interview suddenly turned into like a tiny desk concert type thing, mm. where would transients fall in the set list? Yes. Well, because we just were on tour, as Greg mentioned, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was performing this at every stop. <laughs> so I can say with complete certainty and accuracy, um, I have like my two kind of like hype intro songs and then transience comes in at like a little transition before it slows down a little bit. So you get like a hint of the slow, you still have the energy. It gets you in like a more emotional mood. And then I really hit you with the, a song I have called He Didn't Want Me, which is very blunt, a very blunt breakup song. <laughs> so we we start high, we bring it down a little bit and then we end high again. But transience is like a crucial transition moment right there. <laughs> what uh, what advice would you give the next generation of artists? See, this is something I was thinking about for a while because I didn't want it to come off as selfish in a way. But I think because collaboration and all that stuff kind of comes naturally, what I have to remind myself. Um, so I guess if you're an artist who feels like you're always kind of like shouting out other people and doing things for other people, which is great and important. But there's a lot of times when I would be like, oh, I'm not really like paying attention to my own art and music and like doing what I need to do. So I said, like, invest in yourself, which also pretty basic and cliche and obvious. But like for me, I was like, oh, I. Especially from, for example, with transients, like coming back to producing it all myself and back in like Black Friday last year, 2021, I was like, I want to take some production classes because I was self-taught before. I did my first EP on my own and I was really happy with it, even if it wasn't, you know, like technically super perfect um, or even like great technically. But, you know, you get the emotion and the ambition and all of that stuff is, you know, just as crucial to music. So after doing that EP, I felt like I kind of lost myself in music and, you know, I was making music that people liked. And that was stuff I wrote and loved, but the final product didn't feel right. 
So that's why I was like, okay, you know what? I'm spending money to like pay other people to help me produce because I want it to be a certain polish level. When why am I not just spending money to like take some courses myself and like get more formal knowledge on this, get more confidence. So that was a big thing for me and taking a couple of vocal lessons um, and just like all the things that and, and buying like new instruments and things that I was interested in, just like not worrying about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've always been a very kind of like cheap frugal person too so i think i am just like oh well i'm only buying things i have to buy versus like oh i want a new instrument that will sound cool on a track it's like nope not allowed meanwhile you know then when i buy it oh my god it adds this flavor that no one else has on the track because they for example i'm specifically thinking of i have this like traditional armenian instrument called a duduk um, because I'm part Armenian and I was trying to like reconnect with my, or not reconnect, just connect deeper with my culture, um, during the pandemic when we all had time to, you know, sit around more or most people did. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was like a 70, 80 buck instrument and it sounds beautiful. And I'm like, okay, that's not even that expensive. Like, I'm so glad I let myself do this and put it on some music and yeah, just things like that. Or I felt like, you know, the collaboration comes naturally to me and like shouting out friends and all of that. But then at the end of the day, I was like, but I'm not happy with my own music. And that makes me feel bad about myself because I see myself on the same level as artists that are bigger than me, but I don't feel it when the product comes out. So that's why I'm excited about Transience, um, because, again, I know it's not like technically perfect, but I'm like, oh, my God, I can see how much I've grown since my 2018 EP, I'm so proud of what I've done this time around. And um, yeah, so uh, not to turn it back on me when I'm supposed to be giving advice, <laughs> but it goes to show how excited I am when I took my own advice for once. So that's that's how we'll bring it back together. Excellent. <laughs> so how how personal is Transience? How much of you is in this song? I've I think all of me is in this song, <laughs> which is usually what I try to do. I mean, sometimes I would say my songs are a little more um, maybe like based on a, a tangential story or something where it's like, yeah, I have that experience, but it's not me. Or it's more like a social commentary type of thing. This is very much like I was I have like a best friend that I've known since college and um, we ended up being roommates and then ended up being boyfriends because we didn't realize the, uh, that either of us were also into guys and then we were like oh okay after we like moved together after college we were like well we live together and we don't really have any friends around like should we do some things together um <laughs> and then you know obviously we became super close as best friends then as boyfriends and i actually moved with him from california to new york when i moved over here and we were together for like a few years and then we were still we're still actually roommates spoiler alert we're still like best <laughs> friends and I wrote this when I thought that he was moving away and I was like I've been with this person for like 10 years kind of and I can't picture like living without them because it's not just a boyfriend it's not just a friend I mean we had broken up at that point we broke up in like 2016 I think um so it was like five years since breaking up, but we were just like, it just feels like a family member. So to lose them and have them move away and they were going to take the dog back when she was alive. <laughs> so now this song has taken on another aspect of like losing my dog slash daughter, but daughter being a dog. So don't get too scared, people. Um, so, yeah, it was really just like this. And then I just 
all these different pinpoints of you know pain and breakups and all those things have come out so it's like every single line is just like you know one of the first ones is like grief shooting spines through my chest where when you're like that sad when you go through like a really close death in the family or you know a long relationship breakup you feel like the pain in your body like your heart your arms like it's not just emotional it's like physical so really like every single line is tied to something where it's like you know, something simple like saying, I don't want to take another, like, I don't want another goodbye on the street corner where, you know, that was me picturing like breaking up with a boyfriend. And, you know, the last time you see them, it's just like, okay, we're hugging and I'm never going to see you again. You know, like all of that stuff. And then you just wonder like, what have they been up to? Where have they gone? What would life be with them still? Even when you're happy with life, you just missing your best friends, like even other people, like missing friends from high school that, you know, and college that you used to see every day and now you see them maybe once a year or maybe hasn't seen them in three or four or five years so just really all of that very intense missing and longing for people and you kind of like go mad um so that was very me last year um and i definitely felt like i could tap into it again when i was like finishing up the recording this year if you had an extra hour in the day what would you do with it? I feel like this is a pretty common answer, probably. Actually, I don't know. I feel like people either say, like, I want to work more or I want to sleep more. Like, I feel like those <laughs> are the, the two options. Um, I'm like, I, I'm self-employed. So for the most part, I feel pretty in control of time. But at the same time, like, I don't consider myself a morning person, but I wish I was. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm like, I do think it would be cool, not necessarily to have an extra hour to sleep in. But to have an extra hour where you can just be like, okay, you know, instead of usually getting up at like eight or nine, you're like, okay, I'm up at seven, but I'm not tired. I can like take that extra hour to like shower and, you know, kind of like I was saying, like you just get in a nice headspace, meditate, eat a nice meal, um, do nothing, you know, <laughs> write a little letter. I don't know, something like romantic and old timey, like write a little letter. Um and yeah, just kind of clear your mind before work, before anything creative either, and just like have a nice Zen hour to do nothing. Because I feel like I have too much, you know, we all put too much pressure on ourselves. We're like, I don't have time to relax. I have to get to work <laughs> or I should be eating or I should be doing this. So it's like just a nice chill hour. What was the moment uh, that you decided that music was the career for you? I kind of feel like other people decided it for me, but in a good way, not in like a pressure way, <laughs> <laughs> because I like as a kid in elementary school, like I joined school band and I did it all the way through high school. And then I was like, I don't really want to like play an instrument. Like I don't, I was playing flute. Great. Love her. She's on transients. I'm playing flute on transients, which is, oh, I love right. that. Um, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just don't see myself as like, you know, an instrument musician. And then I started to get more and more into singing. And in college, I was like, you know what? Let me try joining like a acapella group or like a choir. And they had a gospel choir where you could like get credits too. Like it was counted as a class. So I was like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> um, and I did that for like the rest of college. And I was like, okay, I like this. This is great. I love singing. I feel like I found a lot of my voice. But then once I graduated, it's like, you kind of just think, how do you do this? There's no, like, it's, it feels impossible. 
So I was like, okay, let me just get my little tech startup job, you know, living near San Francisco at the time. And um, then at some point, I my mom was talking to me about how she had been talking with my grandma. And my grandma was like, why doesn't Kisos like do music anymore? Like, is he not going to do anything ever again? Like, that's crazy because he did it since he was like nine and now he's like 21 and it's just gone. And I was like, you are so right. (laughs) (laughs) And I still felt like I didn't know where to start, but I was like, okay, maybe I'll just, you know, upload cover videos on YouTube. And this was in like 2014. I was like, okay, maybe I'll upload cover videos and blah, blah, blah. And then at a certain point I was like, I hate this tech startup job. Like I hate it. And it not, for it being a job but just because I was like the more I thought about music I was like I need to be I need to be in this field more intensely and I can't do it here so that's when me and my boyfriend at the time um moved to New York and I was like okay here we go we're doing it October 2014 it's our eight-year anniversary since moving over here um basically and uh I got like a little job at a PR internship and started learning about like music business and how to market and just like how it works to release music as an indie artist and I was like okay we got it let's go and the rest is history kind of not yet but you know in the making (laughs) what do you want people to uh come away from transients with yeah well first off I it's not like a catchy song uh, to put it bluntly <laughs> it's not it's not that it's a little bit all over the place it's a little bit reckless it has you know emotional moments that you know maybe you could see as catchy i just want people to kind of listen to it as itself as in like not expect it to be anything um and i hope in turn that kind of makes them first of all just kind of look at music differently because i love pop i love mainstream things where you don't really have to think i love that stuff and i also like genuinely i forced myself to like bjork years ago and then i actually started liking bjork like loving actually (laughs) and one of my favorite things about her is people just know that she's making music that is her and people listen they don't expect it to be you know the most pleasing thing necessarily this is obvious that my music this song is not even that experimental or anything but i just hope people listen to it in that way and kind of enjoy the recklessness and kind of unpredictable and kind of feel first of all inspired like oh okay music can be a lot of different things but also i hope they listen to the emotion and kind of like i was saying earlier like get some catharsis and like scream it out like if there's anyone you miss out there or if you're just tired of feeling lonely or whatever just like let it out and you know hopefully find like a little seed of healing in the world and in yourself after listening so and finally what what kind of film do you see transients being being good for this one was hard for me too because i'm like this song is all over the place it's like a little pop a little rb a little electronic a little like classical a little slow a little fast um but i was like maybe something like psychological thrillery where maybe some amnesia i was picturing like a montage like maybe you know the main character got some amnesia and then they run it around seeing like little clues or little like strobing like kind of overwhelmed maybe this is when they first wake up i don't know they like have the overwhelming something but i was like it could be that i'm feeling like either the movie is like artsy or campy not really in the middle it's either something like 
really weird or like really like absurd. Um, but if anyone is making some like psychological thriller, campy, artsy movies and is looking for a song, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. So tell the folks uh, listening at home and all over the world, uh, where can they hear Transients? They can hear it everywhere. Transients is on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff on Bandcamp. Um, if you're really feeling rich and want to support with a dollar. Um, and my name on everywhere is Kisos, K-I-S-O-S. And on social media, I'm at It's Kisos, I-T-S-K-I-S-O-S. And I would love to say hi to you. All I do is miss you. Visions turn me senseless. Your laughter in my ear. Your touches in transients. Hey. Oh, I wonder where you've gone. I wonder, I wonder where you, where you, where you. This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.